back to the Beside the Point podcast with Parker and Dallin. We're back here another week. How's your week been, Parker? Another week. Yeah, you know, um, back here in the States, things are good. Um, still missing you like crazy every single day, but, you know, we're we're, we're managing to get by. <laughs> Cute. I've been missing you guys too. Actually, like this week, I was telling someone else this, this week has definitely been the week of most missing home. Like most missing people, things, places. Um, Like it's still been good here, but definitely has been the week of most missing home. Yeah. I mean, not to make you, you know, more homesick or anything, but the leaves look insane right now. Like the weather is 65 degrees. The canyon's beautiful. I, uh, so I went on a hike this week and got absolutely dumped on by a, a rainstorm, but that's just how fall goes, yes. you know. It's what makes falls. It's what makes falls beautiful, and uh, we love the love the cold weather. I'm more of a fan of cold weather myself. I know Dallin likes the hot weather, and now yeah. I feel like this is just a conversation that we've been having every single episode of <laughs> how the fall weather is changing. But no, it's <laughs> it's just exciting for me. Like I love October, and um, it's also football season. The football game was yesterday, and mm. had a lot of fun there too. So, I don't oh, know. what have you been up fun. to? I mean, well, it's funny you bring up hiking. This is a a very forced segue, but <laughs> um, <laughs> so we we did a lot of traveling this week to like northern Spain, northeastern Spain, and one of the cities that we went to is called uh, Santiago de Compostela, and that city is famous for being like the end point of El Camino de Santiago, mm. which is yeah, yeah. like where James the Apostle like walked and prophesied and that's where he ended supposedly according to the catholic church and so a lot of people will like all throughout the year will like walk from like parts of france all the way to this city or from portugal to this city um and they'll walk the whole way and so we got to see a lot of people finishing their their journeys and getting really excited at at the cathedral there so yeah lots of traveling this week lots of time in a bus but overall really good do you do you know how long that that travel is? Like, if somebody was to do the whole trail, how long it would be? Ooh, that's a good question. I'll look it up right now. Um, how long is El Camino de Santiago? Um, El Camino de Santiago. Here, okay, so it says that on average, like depending on where you start. It's like 500 miles over hilly terrain and typically takes 35 days for the seasoned hiker. And I would walk 500 miles. Yeah, but I know there's a, (laughs) but I know there's a few different places that you can start um, that some are easier than others, but it's like, I was surprised like all throughout the days that we were there, there were people showing up um, Hmm. that had just finished. And so it was cool to see them finish there. So is that like when when somebody says, "Oh, I'm gonna go backpack Europe"? That's that's like the that trail. Could be it. If they're Catholic, that's probably what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> if they're Catholic, or if they're a white boy from Utah, could be them. Yeah, maybe. Well, cool. Glad you've been doing some fun stuff. Um, I know that you were looking forward to this week. All that that cool cool stuff going on. Um, how about music wise? What do you what have you been listening to? All right. Um, well, I'll hit you with my track of the week. Um, this is from an album that I've listened to a lot. Um, but this, like this past week, I've really just kind of done a deep dive on. 
which is Jubilee by Japanese Breakfast. I know you've heard some of that album at least too. Oh yeah. Um, but the last song on that album, Posing for Cars, I was having just like, uh, just kind of like an anxious day. I was feeling just like not really all here, you know. I was missing home, like I've said. And um, the last song, Posing for Cars, it starts with just this really, well here, I'll play a clip of it first. Um, so anyways, this song, it starts with like a really nice kind of acoustic, very soft, um, you know, song, um, with just these like pretty raw vocals over the top of it. Um, but it's a really long song. And so the second half is just, it breaks out into this like progressively more grand and more just like an emotional release of music that, I don't know. It's really beautiful. And anyways, it just like hit me right at the perfect time. There's this part where like the guitar just starts going crazy near the end. And I don't know. It's it's a really cool, powerful song that I hadn't... I don't know if I hadn't heard it before or if I just hadn't given it the proper attention. But like it's just one of those songs, kind of like, you know, Let It All Out by Coin. Yeah, for sure. Where it just like... It starts out just kind of acoustic, just kind of like pulls you in to the emotion of the song and then just like builds it up into just this big emotional release. Um, for me, it was a very similar feeling listening to Posing for Cars. So that's definitely been my my track of the week, which I love songs like that. Yeah, I mean, like when you were playing this track, it, it was like the contrast between her very almost childish voice, like a very, um, you know, she she has a very kind of like soft voice. And then that hard, like, just blaring guitar strumming through the middle was a really cool contrast. And I like how yeah. you compared that to, like, your emotions that you're feeling of, you know, I'm in this big grand place and I'm kind of missing home, but, like, I'm going to let it all out, you know, and, and music does a great job of helping us explain those emotions, even, mm-hmm. like, emotions that sometimes we, we don't know how to explain for ourselves. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. And so, yeah, that's my track of the week. That whole album like has just really kind of upped itself in my list of favorite albums. Like, so if you're listening to this podcast, give Jubilee by Japanese Breakfast a full listen with your full attention because it's it's really something else. Yeah, um, all the way through. But, Plus, I mean, like the the album art, so cool. I mean, I'm just looking at this these yellow yeah. tomatoes hanging down. I don't know. That's yeah. Cool. It, it's fun it's it's a cool it's a cool album i yeah i've really loved it so definitely give that a listen but uh parker what do, what have you been listening to this week what's your track of the week yeah you know um lots of like maria's a little bit of tyler the creator um some don tolliver but the song that i wanted to talk about today is actually a jacob collier song featuring lizzie mcalpine um I believe we've talked about her on the podcast before, um, but this is kind of a newer single and the song is called Never Gonna Be Alone. So let me play a clip for you.
Okay, so don't know if Donald can hear that or not through the the microphone, um, but but I'll give it a listen. Yeah, he'll he'll listen to it later. Um, but let me explain it for you a little bit. So, big swelling, kind of synthesizing. Um, maybe not synthesized, but but like like piano chords, like pushing bass, and it's Jacob Collier and Lizzie McAlpine. They are harmonizing their voices with one another. She's got this kind of cool high high voice, and then he's got like the deeper, more mature voice, and it's all tied together with these guitar solos from John Mayer. So oh, fun nice. trio, and after they they sing, it, it's kind of like a bedroom pop sort of sort of song of them harmonizing together, kind of enjoying you know their 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 love for each other, and then John Mayer comes in with these guitars and he goes. You know, with these these awesome chords. Love John Mayer's yeah. guitar work. Um, just a really fun and like sweet song, kind of like a late night drive sort of song. Um, it's been my go-to this week for just kind of decompressing and and kind of calming down. You know. Yeah, those songs are so important. Just songs that can just kind of take you out of the day to day, the stuff that's weighing you down, the stuff that you have to think about and have to deal with. Like just songs that can just kind of take you out away from it, decompress, just kind of organize your mind by just like staying in the song for a little bit. Like those songs I think are so important. Some of my favorite songs are those like night drive songs, those songs that just can, you, they're just a deep breath, you know? Del, what's your, what's your go-to night drive song? Oh, I think my favorite would have to be Undo by the 1975. Just Ooh. like... The pul- the pulsing synth just with and just the vocals over it. It's just like oh, I don't know. You can just kind of oh, listen to that song. I love that song so much. I listened to that a, a, a bit this week too. I'm uh, I'm looking at your night drive playlist right now. <laughs> oh, is that on you there? Got, it better be. Yeah, undo. Uh, right after Fever by Roosevelt. Uh, oh yeah Ultra Noche in, in Miami Bad Bunny Bad Bunny oh yeah uh, Drive by Pale Waves interesting that's interesting a good one that's too. a good emotional release song too and I you've got White, White Ferrari on here too something. yeah I, I just recently updated it actually just so I could add some Frank Ocean on there um, give that playlist a listen shout out Night, A Night Drive um, on by <laughs> Delegator on Spotify. <laughs> you can be you can be the third follower for the playlist. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, good stuff. Um, so today we're doing something kind of fun, aren't we, Parker? What are we doing today? I'm I'm excited for this episode. I think it'll be goofy. I think it'll be a little bit more uh, fun than like some of our other serious episodes have been. Have been. Um, uh-huh. We are going to do a Would You Rather music edition. Would You Rather. Oh, it's going to be so fun. We're, well, we're, so, e- yeah, each of us have three questions of Would You Rather that are music-related um, that we're going to ask each other. And we're going to see which one the other one would rather. <laughs> um, how about I start us off? Yeah, go for it. Okay. It's so fun. I'm so excited. Okay, Dallin. Wait, wait, wait. Before you start, are yours more positive or negative? Or are they a mix? Mm, I've, got a, I've got a mix. Okay. 
Because yeah, I try, try to, to get some positive ones, but all all my funny ones are are negative. So <laughs> yeah, so yeah. we'll see how it is. Okay, well, so Dallin, um, would you rather only be able to listen to songs where the vocals are in the right ear and the instrumentals are in the left ear? Okay, or, so just some like Beatles treatment. I was gonna say just like early Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is actually pretty torturous to, to listen to. You're like, um, or would you rather never have access to Spotify Premium? You can only listen to music with with ads. Oh, that is so bad. Okay, wait. Well, what about like my records and stuff like that? If this is this is using headphones, so if you're if you're ever listening to music in your headphones, you've got the right ear left ear situation going on, or or, or you've got just Spotify normal. Oh my gosh! Oh, that's so on. bad. That's so bad. Oh, because every song panned right and left. That is that's torturous. That's so bad. Because <laughs> I think when the Beatles does it, sometimes you know it can be fun. It can be fun. It can be quirky. Uh, maybe. maybe. Oh. <laughs> You're not a fan. <laughs> I don't know. Like, um, gosh, what album was I listening to? It was um, that one with the really long title, like Mister. Oh, the Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's one. I was listening to that one, and like the very first two songs that I get through, I'm like, this is pretty annoying. Like, they're only vocalizing in, the, in my right ear. It's not every song, though. Yeah. For some reason, it's only like a few songs off of that album. I know. It it can get to be a lot, honestly. Um, I, I still like it. I think it's kind of fun and quirky, but it definitely, like, after it's, I like it better in a car where it's just like it feels like it's around you rather than like in your earbuds where it's like right in your ear just the vocals in one and just the music in the other like yeah i mean oh. there's there there are some artists that i feel like do it well like you know bleachers does that every once in a while where you know jack antonoff will be singing kind of on like the left side of when you're listening to good morning and then yeah like the echo comes from the right side so like sometimes it's pretty masterful but but other times i'm just like this is just bad mixing yeah yeah Ugh. But, oh man! After talking about all that, I'm honestly leaning more. Oh, that sucks so bad. I'm honestly leaning a little bit more towards having free Spotify. Mm-hmm. So wait, wait. So like confirmed, I can still like if I don't want to listen to earbuds and I'm at home, I can put on my records and just like listen to music that way, and it's normal. I mean, you could you could take your phone and just not have headphones in and just like have it in your hand. Oh, okay, because it's, so it's not going it's, it's right because that that's not going to have the same effect, you know. And then you could have Spotify yeah. Premium. But I know how much you like your headphones. I do love my headphones. Okay, I'm 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 flipping. I'm I think, I think I'd choose the panning. Um, and then because then I would just try my hardest to listen to it out loud, and then. If I couldn't listen to it out loud, I'd just do one ear at a time. And so I just listen to songs in a different way. You know? I'd like But then you would then the you would only have the vocals or then you would only have the instrument. It'd be like a stem player. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'd be like a little like karaoke or like a little acapella. Mm. Um, but I would just try my hardest to listen to it out loud as much as possible. But I think that's the one I'd choose. Can't, you, can't like, spend Spotify, you can't spend Spotify free that much? I, I just don't think I could do it. Well, I think I could deal with the ads, but I honestly think like the not being able to like choose songs or like only being able to shuffle, that's the main thing. Because I know there's like some other weird stuff with that too. So I don't even, I'm pretty sure. Can you not play your, like the songs that you want to play on Spotify without Spotify free? I get, well, I guess you probably can, but you have to listen to ads in between. I'm not even, really this, this shows you guys how, how long we've had Spotify premium. We don't even know how Spotify <laughs> free version works. Exactly. No, I jumped straight to, to premium. I didn't even have, have regular free version. Yeah. I think I was using Pandora. I was like on Pandora free and then you guys got me into, to Spotify and I did, I think I just went straight to premium. Yeah. Best decision ever made. <laughs> better, better right. than any decision I've ever made. It doesn't matter. College, career, no. Spotify <laughs> premium. Yeah. And, and I, I guess for the record, which one would you choose? Um, I, I would probably choose the, the one year as well. I think. Yeah, I, think, I can. I, think I can listen to like music out loud enough, you know. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Okay, should I hit okay, you with turn. one of mine? Yeah, go for it. Okay, I'm gonna start with with a funny one. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so, first one is your favorite band, Imagine Dragons. Okay. Imagine Dragons signs a deal with Spotify so that their new album is at the top of your suggested every time you open Spotify. Okay. okay, their newest album, whatever that is. And once they get a new album, like for the rest of your time using Spotify, you don't have to listen to it. But every time you open Spotify, it's there right at the very front. Okay, it's kind of like it's kind of like the uh, the U2 scandal on the iPhones. Exactly, exactly <laughs> like that. For those so, of it, you yeah, who and don't it's know, added to your liked songs. It's added yeah, to your liked you songs and you can't take it off. The uh, U2 signed a deal with Apple. We're basically on Apple Music, like everybody has access to their album, but something happened, like something glitchy, where basically like you can never remove it from your iPhone. So now every single iPhone has this annoying U2 song. So whenever it connects yeah. by Bluetooth, that's the first thing that I hear. And I just hear the very first line of that song and then just eventually skip to the Spotify. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's a deal like that, okay? It's added to yeah. your liked songs even. So that, and you can't take it off. So, like, if you're shuffling your like songs, there's a chance it will come on. Okay, so that's one option. The other option is Kendrick Lamar's next album that he works on and releases is for the next Minions movie. Like how he did the Black Panther soundtrack, he does that for the next Minions movie. (laughs) And that's that's my only option. Like, I can, like, it's just going to be Kendrick Lamar, but he's going to be basically singing songs that other people have written for him with other artists. And yeah. It's and it's all like, clean, it's you know, it's for a like kid's movie. <laughs> it's for a kid's movie. So it's all clean. And it's like, I mean, eventually another album will come, but you know, like there was a big space between damn and Mr. Morale. <laughs> so it's going to be that kind of space until this minions album. And then another one of those spaces till his next real album. Hmm. I, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think either one is like that bad. They're both just kind of like irritating. Yeah, exactly. I think, They're just irritating and funny. 
Yeah, I, I think that the Kendrick Lamar version would be a little bit worse. But but then then when people open my Spotify, they think that I just listen to Imagine Dragons all the time. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. Is like the with the Kendrick one, you don't have to listen to the album. It just exists, and you just have to wait a long time for any good music. Um, but, but with the, this, with the one, option like number you're one, you're always going to have to deal with it. Yeah. Hmm. And who's to say that the Minions album isn't actually that bad? You know, I mean, this yeah. is Kendrick Lamar we're talking about. We know that he's capable of some pretty bad music, but for, for the most part, I think that most of his songs are good. And I actually didn't hate Black Panther soundtrack. I think yeah. All the Stars is kind think of a it was bop. That bad. I think Kings, what's but it called? definitely Kings would Dead, be a little bit of a good. stain on his di- discography. I feel like. <laughs> do Do you feel like the Minions album was a stain on like Brockhampton's discography though? Um, I just think it was just kind of like a irrelevant you know kind of an indifferent like well that was just like a money grab yeah could be a conspiracy that maybe brockhampton broke up just because of that decision like maybe maybe <laughs> don mcclendon comes in and he says hey guys listen we're gonna do the minions album whether you like it or not and everyone's all no we're out of here <laughs> that could be it uh, okay, final decision is I would take the the Spotify Imagine Dragons on the top of my suggested. I think I'd take that too. I think that's that's the move. It would be so, it would be so obnoxious though, just seeing that every single time you open it up. Yeah, I don't know. And for like the, your entire like the entire rest of your life that you use Spotify too. Yeah, it'd be tough. I don't know. Maybe Spotify will be relevant in like five years, though. Who knows? I know. We'll have to see. Maybe people will just um, be exclusively li- listening to records for the next 50 true, years. True, bro. That's the dream. That's the dream. Album <laughs> Carrying listeners, a record bro. box Al- on their shoulder like a boombox, and they'll just be listening to it <laughs> with corded headphones. <laughs> that's the way to do it. Yeah. Make make records portable. That's That's okay. the future of music. <laughs> All right, Parker, you hit me with your with your next would you rather. Okay, this one's pretty straightforward. Um, Dallin actually asked me this question a while ago, um, but mm. I just want to bring it up because I think it's an interesting conversation. So spend a day with Kendrick Lamar or spend a day with Kanye West? See, this is a good one. I don't know that I even came up with a good answer when I asked you this. I do remember asking you, but I don't know that I came up with a satisfactory answer for myself. Because basically, kind of what we talked about is that Kanye West is unlike any other human being, at least in modern history. Like, he is... Oh, wow. I feel like that's a fair thing to say, honestly. Like, he is so such a unique individual that having a conversation with him would be, like... It would it would be unlike any conversation you've ever had, you know. But whether good or bad, like it would be a, a unmatched experience. But then with Kendrick Lamar, he's someone where he's had such a specific experience as well, but is arguably you know a little bit more put together with what <laughs> he has to say. I, I'd and, say that's unarguable. I mean, <laughs> very much more put together than Kanye West. Did you guys, did everybody see what Kanye posted on Instagram about the Queen of England? (laughs) Oh, that was so funny. I could not believe that, bro. He says, and I quote, England, I get you. 
I lost my queen too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's he's too much. It's he's so a different funny. creature. Oh, dude. Yeah, Kanye is he's he's a character. And so here's here's the dilemma is I feel like Kanye just has has insight but has a hard time expressing it. And then Kendrick also has insight, but I'm not sure that it's insight that would directly really benefit me in a conversation, you know. But maybe it would. See, I don't know. See, that's where yeah. it's hard. I feel like Oh, I lean more towards Kanye, honestly, just because I feel like a lot of the messaging I get behind what Kendrick has to say, I get from his music. Whereas a lot of insight I get from Kanye, I get from like listening to interviews. Yeah. And so I feel like almost a conversation, even if it's really scattered, even if it's very indirect, even if I have to record it and go through it later i feel like a conversation deep, deep with analyzing. Kanye, yeah i feel like a conversation with kanye might bring more insight to my life than oh but i don't know because here's here's where i'm at we're, we're talking about we're not saying you know sit down and have a conversation i'm saying spend an entire day with kanye west or with kendrick lamar and i'm thinking about like kanye west and i'm this 20 some year old white kid walking around with him. Like I'm just thinking about who would pay me the most attention, who would oh, give me so the true. most thought. I'm feeling like Kanye is the type to be like, Oh, you're poorer than me. You're less relevant than me. I'll give you a couple questions, but like, I'm too busy versus I feel like Kendrick's yeah. the type of guy to be like, okay, this guy really cares about what I believe in and my music and and is passionate about me, like, let me give him Part of the future generation, a chance to yeah. talk to me. Yeah, and, and especially me being, you know, a white guy, making the effort to get to know a different type of culture from my own. I think that, that Kendrick at least would have some appreciation for that versus Kanye. While it would be arguably more interesting and more insane of an experience, like, I, I feel like it would be more of me just, like, walking around being his shadow rather than like building an interesting connection with that with that artist. Yeah. No, I think that's actually fair. I that kind of solidifies for me actually. I think I think Kendrick's the way to go. Plus we we already got a documentary from Kanye. Yeah. I think and... I, I think I choose Ch Kendrick and I spend a week preparing questions and how uh, the conversation is going to go <laughs> yeah because i wouldn't want to mess that experience up you know because you could you could go yeah. into a, a day with kendrick and you could honestly just make him hate white people even more <laughs> you know <laughs> you could you yeah. could really give off a bad impression or you could come in well prepared you know well educated about his history and his past and then also if i were to come into a conversation with kendrick lamar I would want to make sure that I study other interviews so that I'm not just asking the same questions over and over again that other people yeah. have asked. Like I would want some specific insight on his life yeah. now and his situation, you know, following Mr. Morrell. Yeah. You got to be like Sean Evans from Hot Ones <laughs> asking the best questions around. That's what I'm talking about. But like Nardwar, you got to be like Nardwar. <laughs> Completely out of pocket and insane, but also yeah, maybe not to that extreme. <laughs> You got to give him a good gift and then you got to find his entire like 
childhood history and bring up some trauma that happened in his past so that you just freak him out. <laughs> Nardwar style. <laughs> we'll, we'll just play him the first episode of our podcast. <laughs> first question to Kendrick Lamar. So many people have you killed? <laughs> honestly, like tell the truth. We already know the truth. You just have to, you just have to answer the just question. Just confirm, right? Were you 16, 16 and a half? Was it, was it during the home invasion? After the home Jeez, invasion? Please. Did you kill Tupac to become the new Tupac? Oh, that could be a conspiracy. Did he kill Tupac as a, as a 12 year old? Ooh. That that you know that's a good that is a good conspiracy. Anyway, we're getting off topic. <laughs> and, anyways, let's bring it back. I'll I, I got I got one for you. Okay, this okay, is another sad one. I guess. Um. So Parker, first question: Who would you say is your favorite band? Not favorite like individual artist, but favorite band, favorite group. My favorite, my favorite group. First thought that comes to mind is Coldplay, maybe. Okay. Coldplay. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a good one. Okay. I think just, I think just in general, like in terms of their history and their reach and my enjoyability of their music, I think I'll just go for Coldplay. Okay. That's, that's a good one. Okay. So here's, here's the, would you rather, would you rather Coldplay this year, by the end of the year, releases the best album they've ever released, in your opinion, okay? Like, it's it's your favorite Coldplay album now. Or, and oh wait, oh, and then after that album releases, they're broken up, they're never releasing any music ever again, okay? Oh, no, <laughs> no. Like, they're done. That's but rough. They, they released that last final album. But they come or, out with a bang, okay? Like, uh, like, your favorite album of theirs. Or... They keep making music for another 15 years, but it keeps progressively getting worse and worse and worse to the point where it like their last album is unlistenable. Gosh. See, but you're they, but they like, release another, let's say fifty if it's 15 years, let's say they release an album every three years. So five more so albums, five albums. But they keep getting progressively worse from where they are now. Hmm. See, what you're describing is like basically what happens to pretty much every of these, every one of these alternative rock bands and these classic rock yeah. bands. You know, like I think exactly. about Rush, I think about um, like Foo Fighters, these these awesome rock bands that I love. But you always go back to the classic music because it just doesn't feel the same. I honestly feel like Coldplay's already kind of moving that route. Like um, this, this shows you how how true this is. I can't even remember the name of their last album. I think it was music for planets or something like that. Um, oh yeah. Or spheres or something like that. It was something like that. Music of the spheres. Okay. So it's called music of the spheres. Their album before that was called everyday life. Their album before that was head full of dreams. Okay. So three albums in a row, 2015, 2019, 2021, kind of the exact same situation you're describing. Honestly. Um, I yeah. think, I think head full of dreams just right off the, you know, right off the top of my head. Maybe eight out of ten album, everyday life. Six out of ten album, music for the spheres. Five, five out of ten, maybe four out of ten even. And gotcha. it's kind of sad because I'm seeing my favorite band. Um, they've hit their peak, and you know, to their credit, they're making the music that they like to make to make, and it's music that's like listenable and is really driving like their 
their moment in their careers, which right now for them is concerts, right? Like they're playing just these massive sold out international concerts in Korea, Japan, uh, Buenos Aires, you know, but yeah, I really feel like they peaked in like 2008 to 2011, like in that, in that period of time of like, you know, Viva La Vida, Milo Zeloto. And yeah. from then on, it started to kind of go downhill. Um, so to answer your question, I think at this point in, in Coldplay's career, since they're already on the trajectory of the second option, I'm going I'm to take the first option. Um, <clears throat> because I feel like they've, for me, already provided an entire catalog of discography that I could listen to for an entire lifetime. And adding one more insane album to that would, would be kind of the icing on the cake. And I think that it would really preserve their their legacy versus mm-hmm. if they just keep making and keep making keep making music um they're on the trajectory of every other band i don't know gotcha yeah no i think that's that's a fair answer it's kind of like a a hard a hard one to answer because like i think about i think my favorite band would be probably the 1975 okay and so thinking about them right now like if we're not counting this album that's about to come out, what I would rather have. Because I almost feel like I can convince myself to like anything that the 1975 makes, <laughs> which is... A little you know, true. Yeah. A little true. And so, like, I almost want to say that I'd rather they, you know, make worse and worse music. But then, like, I think everything they've made so far is genuinely solid, which might be me, you know forcing myself to think that but no I, <laughs> I genuinely think that that their stuff so far has been good and so if after this album they make one more that's fantastic i think that would be maybe the best option i think that is the best option i'll agree with mm. you although i think it is different for like coldplay versus the 1975 because they have been i, I don't think it's subjective i think it's pretty objective that they have been you know still kicking out very good music um yeah and, but they're, they're so young, you know, and to have such a young band like them just kind of call it quits and say like, okay, that's it. That would be really heartbreaking for me. I think, I think my answer would honestly change for 1975. I wouldn't mind having like some progressively worse albums just keep coming out because I think that having like a lot more of their music and seeing how their music would progress would be interesting. But then on the yeah. on the flip side, it's like maybe if they end right now and then Matty Healy goes off and just does private music, like his own, you know, personal stuff, that could be interesting too. Yeah. Or the whole drive like I do. Have you do you know about that? How they're gonna have like a separate band that they're like already working on music for? But it would be like in a different genre? Like kind of. It's like kind of going back to their very, very, very original sound, like before even like the EPs came out. They had a mm-hmm. band called Drive Like I Do. Like that's what the 1975 was called. And so they're what they're going to do is they're having a separate like entity. It's still the same members, at least as far as I understand, but it's like going to be different music and a different like, I don't know, like spirit of the band. That, but like he showed off like a, a little snippet of a song. So mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting. Drive Like I Do. I like that name better than the 1975, honestly. It is a good name. It's yeah. a it's a genuinely good name. But I'll I'll send you the the snippet that he showed okay. off because it, it, I I I'm liking where it's going. But anyways, hit me with with your last. Would you rather? Okay, I um I, I wrote down a couple, so I'm just trying to decide which one to do. 
Um, let's let's do. Okay, so Dallin, would you rather receive a free lifetime pass to any concert? Okay, oh, wow. so so the option is you have you have like a lanyard with a pass on it, and you can basically you know go to any concert that you want, um, but it's free. It doesn't change wow. the fact like you don't get to go in first. It's just like you just never pay, you know. Okay. Or the other option is you have one chance to meet any musical artist or any musical group of your choice. Oh. And it's also free, but but this is like it's like a once opportunity, and you can yeah. cash it in whenever. Oh. Oh man, see that's tough. Cause you know, I can always save up money to go to concerts for the rest of my life. Like that's something that can happen. But like there's no guarantee that I'll ever meet any of the like artists that I love, you know? So like on one hand, maybe I should go for the one that is like makes the not guaranteed a guarantee. But then think of all the money I could save. Especially if it's like a sold out concert and then you just have like a free pass to get in, you know? Yeah. And then I can just show up however early I want and, you know, get in first if I want to. Mm-hmm. Or like if there's just like nothing going on a certain night, I can like just go to a concert for free. And then you can oh. explore a lot of different artists that you wouldn't normally go to just because it doesn't cost anything. See, yeah, that's the thing that's like calling my attention more than like saving money is the fact that it would incentivize me to go to more concerts without having like the like restricting factor of money you know i don't know if that makes sense but i think that's the one i'm leaning towards so you make a good point because it's like one of the options is a monetary incentive but then you never know you know maybe later in life you'll have a lot of money but then the other is something that maybe money can't even get you, you know, maybe there's an artist out there who just never talks to anybody who never does meet meetups. Yeah. Maybe you have the chance to meet Daft Punk. I don't know. Oh, who's, who's to say, you know, Ooh. I mean, see, no, that does make it decision. tough. Is that like, there are people that like, I wouldn't have the opportunity to, unless I choose that. I think I still go for the concerts, though. I think that's the way to go. Hmm. I guess follow-up question to that. If if you were to take the second option, who would it be? Whew. Honestly, like, I mean, after your second question, I mean, Kendrick would definitely be up there and Kanye. <laughs> and now Daft Punk after you said that, too. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, after, I think <laughs> out of all of it, everybody, I think, honestly, I'd choose Jack Antonoff. Just because I, oh, I feel like answer. he has so much perspective, not only on making music, but also on just the music industry, on on so much, honestly, on working with other artists, on how to get to where he is. That I feel like just like a meet meet up with him would just really, I don't know, get give me some perspective on on my future in my life. Yeah. I really like that answer. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about myself too, and 
saying, oh, yeah, I would totally meet Kanye West or, or Kendrick Lamar or whatever. But no, Jack Antonoff, I think, would be an interesting person to talk to because he does have so much perspective. But he would have so much appreciation, too, for meeting a fan. Like, he he really makes it obvious that, like, the reason that he does music and the reason that he does what he does is because of his fans. Yeah. You know? So he'd especially love meeting a fan from Utah, too. Because he, he loves he Utah. He loves Utah. <laughs> Oh my yeah. gosh, I, we could tell we could meet up in Kilby Court and just have dinner together and, and chat. Yeah, that'd be cool. No, that'd be a good one. Um, with his uh, what's that girl that he's dating from that one? That oh, one movie? I don't remember her name, but yeah, <laughs> aren't they engaged now though? Fiance, I'm searching it. Jack Antonoff's fiance, Margaret Qualley, yeah. who played um, Mia in the Death Note live action movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that movie is so bad. Nobody go watch that unless you've seen the show and you want to have a good laugh. Oh, that Death Note movie is so bad. Um, all right, Parker, what do you say I hit you with my last okay. one? Well, I would love okay. to hear it. So this one, this one's kind of a two extremes. Okay, so the first okay. one: every concert you go to for the rest of your life. The entire you can do whatever you want, but the entire crowd is only moving their arms. They're not jumping. They're not moving around. They're just like <laughs> stationary. Okay, so like the energy is super low. It might be nice because you know. So they're just like, like hands up, and they're just like bouncing. Yeah, they can down. like dance. They're dancing with their arms only. Okay, which might be nice. You know, nobody's Jeez. running into you, but. Like your the energy is definitely not there. Every concert for the rest of your life, or every uh, concert for the rest of your life, is like the crowd at one hundred gex, where you're just losing. Where you are borderline being trampled every single at every second. One you've yeah at every concert. Where it's like the running of like the running of the bulls every single <laughs> exactly. Concert. But like so the energy is through the roof every single concert. But like. It's exhausting. Like it's tiring going to every concert. Gosh, um, uh, I feel like I'm on the verge of saying one or the other, but then I change my mind. So it, it's like e either one would kind of ruin the enjoyability of, of certain concerts. Yeah, you know, like let's say let's say you're going to a Bleachers concert, having no crowd energy that would just be such that a downer suck. because his interaction and his energy with the crowd is such a big aspect of like what makes it great and that was why so this last year we went to bleachers twice and um once at the ogden music festival and the other one was at the depot mm -hmm. or i think it was just at the end of the previous year um the depot show was awesome like tons of energy people in the crowd had posters um we were up up and close and then the ogden music festival was different because you know people get like season passes to the music festival and they show up for whatever artist yeah there's like a I feel like yeah. the energy was a lot lower. Like there was like a, a roped off so, like VIP section at the front. Yeah. Yeah. So it made it tougher to like feel that same type of energy and it kind of was a downer for the concert. Yeah, for sure. So that's what makes me feel like, okay, I would prefer like a lot of chaotic energy. But then given that same concert and that same type of chaotic energy, I feel like it would kind of ruin it because I don't know if he would really enjoy seeing the crowd just beating each other up. Yeah. You know? During like the emotional like, I think that Jack Antonoff would genuinely, yeah, he would be just like genuinely like concerned for our, our safety at that yeah. point. <laughs> um, dude, this is a good one. This is tough. 
I would even, I would even maybe alter it too and say instead of like everybody just with their hands up, even worse option would be like, what if everybody was just filming the entire oh. time? See that that one would that no, one would be like a no brainer for me. Like if it was the phone situation, I would one hundred percent choose the hundred gex crowd because like that would just make me so upset to see everybody on their phones. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. But then it's like at least they're not like indifferent about like what's happening. It's like well, at least they like the concert enough to even like just film it at yeah. least, you know. I don't know. The 100 Gex concert was a little bit intense for me. But what makes that... I, th- I think I'll choose the 100 Gex option, though, because you can still find a spot in the crowd somewhere where it's, like, safe at least. Yeah. And and enjoy the music. Yeah. You know? I th- I I would choose that one, too, I think. I think just, like, having the energy there is so important, which, you know, at m- more chill artists would be a little bit... A little bit funny, you know, going to like a, a Claro concert or a Phoebe Bridgers <laughs> concert, Maggie Rogers, oh, no. and, and they're going hundred gigs crazy. <laughs> would be kind of funny. Um, it would be really entertaining because the artists would just lose their mind. Like, what is happening? What are you guys doing? <laughs> what is Utah like? A... <laughs> they might never come back. Yeah, honestly. maybe not. Or maybe they'll change their music to fit it if that's what people want to do. Maybe, maybe they'll go hyper pop. Yeah. Phoebe Bridgers Hyperpop? Dude, yeah, have you heard the, the Kyoto Glitch Gum remix? I haven't. <laughs> should we, should yeah, we listen yeah, to it? Yeah, let's listen to it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That is incredible. It's, it's good, dude. That's like maybe that's definitely going to be on my top 100 li- most listened songs this year. I love it. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. So sh- there's already there's already some collaboration there. I love it. That's fun. Yeah, I, I, I think a lot of our artists that like have that chill type of music, they're capable of more than we think. Yeah, you know, we can't count them up just yet. Dang, that's fun. I like that song. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, this is this was fun. A little would you rather? Yeah, just for some context for you guys, uh it's currently one fourteen <laughs> in Spain AM. Yeah. And Dallin is hiding in the common area underneath a blanket so that nobody hears him slash so that the audio sounds. I know better. I'm and I can see the sweat <laughs> beating up on I'm his forehead. I'm roasting. <laughs> I'm roasting so bad. Like it's so <laughs> hot in here. <laughs> But like this is literally the only place oh, that I no. could record because everywhere else either has noise or a sleeping roommate. So, so the things I'm doing for the listeners, guys, and it's one fourteen a.m. The sacrifices that he it's one fourteen a.m. And guess what? I have to read an entire full length play, three act play, and write a two page essay on it by tomorrow at one p.m. In, in Spanish. Spanish, I'll read and write the essay in Spanish. So. Meanwhile, it's a it's a nice, comfortable five o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm I'm enjoying my nice cool breeze. <laughs> so yeah, so the things I'm doing for the, you listeners, just know that, that that I make sacrifices, but it'll it, it's good. I love it. It's so fun. Okay, well, thanks everybody for listening to this episode. And why don't we say down in the comments, um, go ahead and listen or go ahead and answer your favorite would you rather that you listen to today. 
So if you disagreed with us, if you agreed with us, drop a comment. Yeah, tell us why we're wrong. Let us know which one was. Uh, yeah, tell us why we were wrong. Answer your favorite yeah. one. I like that. That's a good thing. Yeah, answer us down in the comments. Um, but this has been a fun episode. Until next time, I'm Dallin. And I'm Parker. And this has been Beside the Point Podcast. We'll catch you next time. Thank you.